Real estate loans and other financial opportunities mentioned on this show are offered by various companies, entities, and or organizations that may not be directly owned, managed, or controlled by the Real Estate Life. All credit decisions, including loan approval rate and APR, will vary based on your specific loan request and credit profile. The information provided on this show is merely to allow the listener the ability to become more familiar with such potential opportunities and to obtain more detailed information on the suitability of such opportunities to the listener's personal and financial situation from the companies, entities, and or organizations involved. A new home you've dreamt about for years, and there's only one thing standing in your way, getting a loan. Rest assured, United Mortgage Corporation of America is here to help make your dream a reality. Get answers, get results, get the service you deserve. What kind of loan do you have? Call now at 888-LIFE-980. That's 888-5433-980. Or go to the web at yourrealestatelife.com and take action today. Thanksgiving is behind us. Now, what's the collateral damage of it all? Time to move forward. Good morning. Welcome to the program. Let's talk about your real estate life. Call right now, 888-543-3980. Let's start your personal process today. It's Thanksgiving weekend. We're all here for one hour this morning to discuss your real estate life. Our goal, this and each and every time we meet, I want to save you money. I'm Mike Harris, now in my 31st year of the mortgage industry, NMLS license 233410, California Real Estate Brokers license 00991234, and CEO of United Mortgage Corporation of America. I'm born and raised right here in Southern California. I'm a UC Santa Barbara business economics graduate and current Ventura County resident. This is a California program. It's local. It's not coming from out of state. I'm right here and local for you. 11 consecutive years on weekend radio right here in Southern California. I'm here to write your next home loan. I want your business. I'm never too busy to work with you. I want the job. I mean, I'm not some paid host. I'm the person here who is part of the loan process. What can I do to make this happen? Purchase or refinance, forward or reverse, large or small, put me to work for you. Your answers, I mean, you don't always get them at the big, big banks. You know the big banks, the ones at the beginning, the ones at the end of the alphabet? Always one more in the front. You know, let United Mortgage Corporation of America, United Four Loans, help you with your real estate life. Stop the revolving door. I mean, a lot of times you end up going nowhere. Whether you're looking to purchase your first home, downsize, moving up, moving into your dream home, home loan rates still remain near historic lows. We are lower right now than we were at the beginning of this year. They're starting to creep up, then they go back down, then they go back up, but we're still lower than we were at the beginning of the year. Call right now, 888-543-3980. You know, we have a very special program today. Joining me in the studio, we have Don Ebner, marriage and family therapist intern. Don, she works with men and women of all ages in her private practice in Woodland Hills. You know, she helps kind of break free when you feel stuck. She gets you out of that rut, gets you moving forwards. It's the holidays, you know, it's the end of the year. Are things going the way you want it to go? Where are you on your to-do list this year? You know, there's things that you need to get done, but are you getting them done? We're going to talk about that today. What's holding you back? Let's talk about it. Don, welcome to the program. Hi, Mike. How are you? Doing great. Glad you're here today. You know, a lot of our audience, each and every week, they make the decision to listen. Mm-hmm. Then they make a decision perhaps to call. A lot of them don't, though. But then when they do call, sometimes they don't move anywhere forward. But at least they got the first step. But 
How do we get people to actually overcome that? What, what's causing that to occur? Well, a lot of times um, making that first step is the, the biggest jump, you know, getting over that hurdle of making the first step. Um, so what, what holds people back? Sometimes it could be something simple like they just don't have the tools or the resources so they don't know where to go. Um, but sometimes um, when you look at things that, that you're not doing, a lot of times it comes from a deeper source. Um, there's a lot of resistance there. Something is um, holding you back. Something's related to um, well, your it's like past. Fam- like family past, things that occurred as they were growing up. Right. Because you know, the thing is with the holidays, Thanksgiving, you know, sometimes they're revisiting that family again. And sometimes it just re- fortifies those barriers again because they feel like they're at the kids' table. Right. You know, they're not exactly. at the adult table. They grew up at the kids' table, and they're back at the kids' table. And all of a sudden, it's like, yes, Dad, yes, Mom. And, and, and you got the relatives, Uncle Joe, at the t- other table telling you what to do. And all of a sudden, you're not independent anymore. Exactly. You know, you're, you're the kid kind of acting out. And, and, and it's like all of a sudden, but you have a life. You have things. And your kids are sitting at the kids' table, but then you feel like a kid. Exactly. <laughs> you know? It's amazing how you could do so much work on yourself and think you've got this now. And then you get back with your family and all those feelings come right back out again. And you're like, oh, wow, how did I get here again? Yeah, but on the other side of the fence, you have the other side where, let's say my son is he's in college. I have a daughter in high school. And then I have my brother's uh, uh, kids who come and one's graduating college, the other one's still in high school. And you kind of sit there and you realize, I'm getting old. (laughs) (laughs) And you go, where did the time go? Exactly. (laughs) And now you're really worried about something else. You get the food coming in. Should I be eating that? (laughs) Now, before it was like, hey, hey, let's go eat as much as you want. Now it's like, I don't know. I'm going to be paying for that. You know, maybe just a little bite. (laughs) And all of a sudden, you think of things a little bit differently. And, you know, when we look at finances, and a lot of people have this adversity to finances, it's dollars, it's money, it's numbers. And a lot of people are scared of numbers. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're sitting here on the radio, and a lot of people's fear is public speaking. And then we look at the next end of it is it's making these large decisions, decisions that have an impact. But sometimes no decision is a decision. It, It really is. Exactly. A lot of times people will just do nothing um, to avoid having to make that decision. But that nothing causes something and then puts them in another spot where another another decision will be needed because perhaps now you're rescuing something else. People make a decision consciously. They want to rent. They rent a home. But they're renting a home and paying someone else's mortgage payment. You know, everyone has a mortgage payment. It's just a question if it's yours or you're paying someone else's. And when they make that decision... They can actually have, let's say, home ownership, some independence, the ability to go someplace that's their own, make the changes, not check in with their landlord if they want to put a pinhole in the wall, and do things on their own. But they made a decision that allowed them not to buy. So when I talk to people about getting pre-approved, find out what you can qualify for. It doesn't take 20% down. You could put 0% down on VA loans, even a half of 1% down on some loans and 1% on others. So little money to get in. But people have that resistance. Well, I got to do something to do that. I'll just stay with where I'm at and not be happy. Right. Right. Yeah. They get stuck in that, the fear and usually the fear of the unknown. They don't know what um, to expect. They don't know all the, the options that are available to them. So it's easier to sit in that place and do nothing. It's like cr- curling up in the fetal position and not wanting to make that decision. And it's like a denial. I mean, gosh, you know, 
Just recently, we're doing some loans for individuals who have still rates in the fives and 6% range. And here they can get rates in the threes and even in the fours in some cases, and they can save money. But they got so comfortable, oh, it's just my payment, I'm making the payment, and oh, I don't know. And, and they're really gun shy about making that decision. And then mm-hmm. when they make it, oh my gosh, they got extra money, things they can do. And now all of a sudden, the light goes on, gosh, what else am I not doing? And all of a sudden, they come out of their shell during right. the transaction. And a lot of what I do each week is try to activate individuals to take a look. And they have goals at the beginning of the year. You know, and a lot of people put together this whole list. And it's a question how far down the list they get before they give up. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the key. I mean, how, how would you suggest people to go to tackle it? Is there priorities or how, how, how would they be the best way to kind of handle their checklist of things? Um, well, I think the first thing that people have to do when they start making their to-do list is to be realistic. I think a lot of times we get so enthusiastic, we make these lists miles long, sky-high goals, and then you get started and you realize that, oh, this is a little bigger than I expected. Right. And I'm going to run that marathon in February. Exactly. <laughs> doesn't happen. Exactly. <laughs> then you go back to that freeze mode mm. and you end up doing nothing. Yeah. Um so really realistic goals are with small steps are mm-hmm. are the best um, advice I can give for making those goals. And then stick with one at a time, mm-hmm. one thing at a time. Don't look at your whole to-do list. Pick one thing and work towards that and stop looking at the entire list all the time. Right. And, that, and the thing is, it's like a day planner. When you have the old Franklin day planner, when people used to do, <laughs> you prioritize your A, your A1, A2s, and your Bs, and you kind of go through it. But you kind of look at the larger effect items. It's like the larger items that will affect you. Because if you handle the easy stuff, it's like when you have something you really don't want to do. It ends up on the left side or the right side of your desk. And, oh, I I know I got to get to it. But is there something else I could do? Maybe I can clean the house first. Oh, I'll organize all my papers. And, hey, let's go see how the garage looks. And the stuff's still sitting there on the left. And you're going, well, I got to get to it. Eventually, the deadline hits. And you got to get to it. But I was reading an article recently that, some executives, and it's an interesting way to be an executive, but some executives and CEOs, the way they handle their desk, you walk in, it's a beautiful, clean desk. They just push everything off in the trash, and their desk is clean. If, it, if it's important, it will come back. Exactly. Incredible. You know, we're going to be back right after this break, but I'm Mike Harris, CEO of United Mortgage Corporation of America. More of your real estate life right after the break. your equity position has started to improve? Call about the removal of your private mortgage insurance or mortgage insurance premium and save money today. Call 888-5433-980. A lot in the world is out of your control, but one thing you can control is your debt, and it could be as easy as realizing you've got a secret stash. Southern California housing prices have never been higher, and your home could be worth two or three times what you bought it for. So why not take advantage of that equity? You could get cash out and pay off high-interest credit cards or take care of a home improvement project. Refinance for a reason with Mike Harris, CEO of United Mortgage Corporation of America. You're not calling someone who has to check with their boss's boss to see what rate you get. You're calling the man with the answers, a banker who will get you results. You can relax knowing Mike spends your money the way he spends his, sparingly. He won't rest until you get value for your money. So you may want to throw up your hands over the state of the world, but hey, you can relax knowing your finances are totally under control with United Mortgage Corporation of America. Call United Mortgage Corporation of America at 800-230-0168. That's 800-230-0168. And tune in to Mike Harris on The Real Estate Life on Sunday at 7 a.m. on K-Earth 101. Or visit at unitedforloans.com. 
Welcome back to Your Real Estate Life. It's your day on Real Estate Radio. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, a lot of stuff going on. Busy streets. You got Thanksgiving shopping. All right, did you stay home? Are you buying online? <laughs> or are you fighting that traffic heading out to the mall? You know, they still have those malls, you know? They still have them. A lot of people don't realize they are there. Yeah, they are. Some of them are closing here and there, some of those big stores. But, uh, hey, got a lot of specials going on. Some of them even opened on uh, Thanksgiving uh, Day, 6 o'clock, I was hearing. You know, a lot of those. I usually don't head to those places. A lot of people, a lot of people who aren't used to being on the road, on the road. And I really don't want to be on the road with those people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe you. Yeah. It's, it's just, I don't know. I got a, I got a psychological problem here. I got a barrier. I, <laughs> I won't take initiative. I won't move forward. I won't go shopping. <laughs> We're going to have to talk about that much. Yeah, my gosh. I don't know. I, oh, boy. I got problems. I, I just won't spend my money. Ah, <laughs> that is such a problem. There you go. It's what I say on the program, everyone. I spend your money the way I spend mine. I don't. I want value for my money, and so should you. You want to have value. You want to Spend your money in the right spot, you know. You, you got a mortgage payment. It's one of the largest items you have. You have a rent payment. It's one of the largest items you have. You want to make sure you're getting value for that payment, and you want to do it the right way. You know, you a lot of you made decisions. You made a decision, and that's great. But you made it two, three, four, five, even 10 years ago. But things change. The thing, Your surroundings, things change in your environment. The economy has changed. My gosh, I've been doing this for 30 years. When I got started, fixed rates were in the high, mid-high teens. And uh, we had variable rate loans that were sitting at double digits and going, in, oh, my gosh. Now people are going, oh, my God, rates are going up. They're hitting four. Ah! You know, and, but, but based on the generation and who you are, 4% high. It's all relative. Exactly. And, and I mentioned earlier, people had 5 and 6% still. I mean, if your rate today, if you have a rate today that has a 4.375% or higher, you're paying too much. And your lender loves you. And you, I mean, you just don't need that kind of love in your life. I mean, let's see what we can do to help save you money by evaluating your current loan. You may have a first mortgage. You could even have a second mortgage. You could have a home equity line of credit. That home equity line of credit, if you have it for up to 10 years, that's going to become fully payable over the term that's remaining, 15 or 20 years. Your payment's going to go up two and a half times what you pay today. So we look at consolidating those two loans. We look at your equity position. We get you a better position, a better rate, a better payment, so we can help retire the debt. And, and that causes a lot of stress. The holidays causes a lot of stress, but let alone your mortgage payment and your expenses can cause a lot of stress. Our goal at United Mortgage Corporation of America is to make sure when you go home and shut the door, it doesn't deadbolt behind you. <laughs> and you, you have the ability to walk out the door and do something because you have that ability to be comfortable. We don't want you to have a burden each and every day. And with, I, I don't know how to tie that one in, but I'm saying with a burden, a lot of people during the holidays, sometimes the holidays are a burden to them. It's amazing how stressful the holidays um, can be. We start to feel like the holidays are controlling us. We're not having any fun anymore. We start doing everything for everybody else during the holidays and forget about what the holidays are supposed to be. Mm -hmm. You know, I really invite people when it, when they're having trouble getting through the holidays to look at what's important to them about the holidays. What things do they love about the holidays? What did they want to bring out in the holidays? Not what everybody else wants, not what society says they're supposed to do, but really to look at what's important to them Kind of being selfish for once. You know? Exactly. You know, it's kind of the day, oh, you do for everyone else and it will come back to you. But sometimes what comes back to you isn't quite what you want. Exactly. And, and if you're a better person, 
If you're doing for you during the holidays and you're a better person, the people around you see that and then they're better people for you as well. Because you as a better person allows them to be better people. And I look at it as I've talked about getting older, you mm-hmm. know, watching the kids grow up. And the whole thing is as a parent, and those of you listening as a parent, you understand this. When you go to Disneyland and you used to have a lot of good times at Disneyland and ride, ride the rides, you still may do and you like it. But it's not really about you anymore. It's about the kids. When the kids are there, are they having a good time? If they're having a good time, that means you're having a good time because you're not stressing over the things that they don't, they're not having a good time about. So when everyone says you go on vacation, you get make sure the travel arrangements are right, the flight's on time, you got everyone's luggage together, you didn't lose Johnny's suitcase, you, everyone's good, you got there off the flight, everyone's in one piece, you made it to the hotel, everyone's good, and all of a sudden you're ready for your own vacation. Because you want to make sure everyone else was okay. And you say, is everything all right? Hey, you having a good time? Yeah, Dad. And no one's really asking you if you're having a good time, though. Because, right. again, my good time was everyone else was having a good time, so I'm okay. And sometimes you have to be a little bit selfish, as you said. Yeah. Not that everyone else goes off and gets lost and you lose all their stuff and you're, hey, my stuff's good, not yours. Ha, ha, ha. You know, right. but but you got to sometimes think of that. Right. It's It's, I think in society we've gotten... Uh, Being selfish has gotten this bad rap. It's terrible to be selfish. But I think a lot of times with um, going back to our goals and and making making decisions, we get caught up in trying to please everybody else. And when we start doing that, um, we put our, our measure of success on outcomes we cannot control. We can't control if other people are happy. If we make all our plans and then uh, value ourselves based on how well we can make them happy and then they're not happy, we feel like we failed. Mm-hmm. Well, when you're planning something, you have a couple choices. You can choose this or that. One thing will make, you know, you think will make some people happy, but it's not what you want to do, but you, you do it because you think that's going to make them happy. But then they don't end up liking it. Somebody's always going to be ha- unhappy. And then if you chose the one that doesn't make you happy, you're not happy either. Right. And, and then your enthusiasm there, you really, you're, you care, but you don't because you're going, yeah, no, this is a great decision. And you don't believe in it. And if you don't believe in it and you don't have the enthusiasm, you're not behind it. No one else is going to follow you. Right. So it's the Pied Piper. He's Pied Piping and everyone's following. You know, you, you got to make sure you're, you are the carrier and you're the lead to allow everyone to follow. And if you don't believe in what your actions are, then no one else will. Exactly. You, know? you need to be, you need to choose what feels good for you and that makes you happy. But, but people get stuck in that decision because it's what they've always done and they've always done it and they're still here today. Maybe they could be better off. But, you know, what happens is they made that decision and now they're still, they think it's a good decision, but they don't know any better and they get to do what they've always done and things always, but they're afraid of that next decision. They're afraid of making a decision that may have a little bit of a risk, but a large reward. And maybe they even have all the facts, but maybe they're afraid to step off and make that decision. Mm -hmm. I mean, during this program, we talk about, you know, taking a look at your current loan and and making a change. Well, no, I've been with that lender for many, many years. I'm very comfortable. I have an automatic payment. It goes to that, but I don't have to change my automatic payment. And and is everything, oh my gosh, that's a lot of stuff. And you're asking me to get documentation and and it's just a lot of work. 
Yeah, well, you know, I think there's two aspects to that. The first one, you just touched on it, was saying it's a lot of work. A lot of times what we, you ever have that phenomena where you put something off, you put something off because you think it's going to be so big, and then you finally do it, and you're like, oh, my God, that was so easy. And it's so exhilarating because now yeah. that's off your plate, and now you've got all these other things you can handle because that was your big item of, oh, my God, burden. Right, and you, you've you just can't understand how you could have put it off for so long when it was so simple. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a lot of it. A lot of times we put things off just because we we think it's going to be bigger than it is. So but, again, but, taking but, one step at a time. But some people aren't happy unless they're complaining about something. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. Uh, that that's. A <laughs> I can't. I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> you know, if I, if I solve everyone's problem then that's a problem. <laughs> right, because then what am I going to have to do? Yeah, I got yeah. no one to call, no one to complain about, no one to give my problems to because I don't have any problems. Right. Well, but then, I think in your business, everyone needs help. Right. <laughs> well, I think if we stop solving other people's problems, then um, then we sometimes have to look at our own, and yeah. we don't want to do that. No. So it's... Well, well it's, it's very easy for us to talk about doing these items, but each and every person has things that we don't want to do. Mm -hmm. But it's a lot easier for sometimes that other person to see the other person from the outside, where when I talk to individuals who have different issues, they're facing foreclosure or bankruptcy or short sale, they're coming out of a bad situation, or they're going through a divorce, and they have to deal with assets and monies and items, and they're not seeing things very clearly because they're within and in the situation. And a lot of times the person who's on the outside can look at it objectively, come up with this, 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 and lay it out so the decisions are straightforward and very mm -hmm. easy then to make by the individual who didn't see it because they were in the midst of it. So sometimes it's easier and quicker where if I had the same problem, I would go, well, I don't know. And I would debate myself. Mm -hmm. But when it's somebody else's problem, oh, it's very clear cut. This is this and this and this. And you do this and that. And it makes it very easy. But it's a different type of situation when you're right. in it. And, right. you know, and that's different. why sometimes you see somebody to make your thoughts more clear. Exactly. So you can kind of get rid of all the rubbish and all the crap. <laughs> right. Well, that's true. I mean, it takes sometimes an outsider to think of the answer. You have to think of it. If you don't know the options, you can't think about it. Mm -hmm. Like um, like even look at doctors. When it comes to diagnosing, really, it's a practice. They're, they're kind of putting a bunch of symptoms together, and they're trying to kind of guess at the answer based on these, you know, it's an educated guess, but yeah, they're trying and, to come and, and up with... sometimes they're really guessing, and that scares you yeah, too. It is scary, yeah. but they have to have, they have to think of the options, yeah. and so they have to have that knowledge base. So something like with you, with people stuck in finances, mm -hmm. they don't know what all the options are, so they need somebody like you who's outside of it to think of the other solutions that somebody who's in it can't think of those for themselves. Same things with somebody coming in for therapy. They might think that they've got all the answers. They've thought it out. They know all the possible options. But the same brain that's trying to come up with the solution is the same brain that came up with the problem. Right. You need something outside to give a different point of view. Right. And a lot of times people look for the quick fix. It took them many, many years to get, uh, have that problem fester. And they yes. look, well, by next month, am I okay? <laughs> well, sometimes it takes a little time to get you out of that exactly. as well. Sometimes it's fast. I mean, depending on the lending end, we've been able to, get to accomplish things very quickly. Mm -hmm. But I talk on the program about it. Sometimes it takes two steps. You're able to get them a better loan, but it, you consolidate or you do it one item. And then maybe six months later, there's perhaps a second step 
because of the time and also because some costs in various ways to get them out. Mm -hmm. So you take the baby step, you get them on base, as using a uh, baseball analogy, and then you look to knock them home later. But getting on base is better than sitting in the dugout. Yes. You it's need to making take, a decision to go forward. Exactly, and taking that first step, and that's hard. And you really, um, really, when it comes to um, moving forward with all decisions mm-hmm. you and making change, because change is hard. And like you said, we get stuck in this same rut. We've It's taken many years to make those ruts in that road, going down the same path over and over, and now our brains, and we just go into autopilot. We want to follow those ruts and stay in the same path. It's hard to break out of those ruts. You have to use a lot of effort. And if you you need to create new pathways, new ways of thinking, and you need to practice those. You mm-hmm. can't just expect it to happen because it's not going to. You're going to go on autopilot and follow that same path that right. you're used to following. And sometimes you fall in the ditch. And, otherwise, <laughs> and the problem is you want to repair the road or you take a different road and uh, you avoid the problem and you don't repair it. <laughs> you know, And you go down a new path. And sometimes right. that path is longer and that's the problem. You, it's, you take the direct route, you deal with it, but sometimes you go around it and it ends up being a little bit more painful or take more time because mm-hmm. you're not taking the direct route, you're looking to avoid the issue. And you know, a lot of times I mentioned about getting older, I'm not quite there, but 62 years of age. At 62 year of, years of age, you actually then qualify for an option in your financing. And I wanted to briefly mention that because it's another state of mind. At 62 years of age, you have equity in your home, you qualify for a reverse mortgage. A reverse mortgage, a lot of people will go, oh my God, a reverse mortgage. No, 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 I was told no, no, that's not right for me. It's very expensive. It's not necessarily as expensive as you think if it's done by a person who does it properly. There's many individuals who will do that and extract a lot of your equity. It's based on your age, based on your age. If you're 62 years of age, you're going to qualify for less than you would if you're 72 or 82 or 92 because your life expectancy does change. But you have to have equity in your home. About a month or so ago, FHA, reverse mortgages, made a change. It's eliminated about 10 to 11% of that equity position. So it didn't get better, it got worse. You have to have more equity in order to accomplish a reverse mortgage. Now, in doing that, what we will do, if you call 888-543-3980, you can talk to us about the merits of a reverse mortgage. A reverse mortgage will be able to protect your assets or it will help provide assets for you. It will pay off a first mortgage, even a second mortgage, provide money for other obligations that you may have based on the equity position. We're going to ask you a few things when you call. First of all, I want to know who you are. What's your name? Then I want to know the property address so we can find out what the value is of the property compared to maybe what the obligations are to find out what kind of equity you have. We're then going to ask your date of birth. I'm sorry. I'm going to insult you. I'm going to ask your date of birth. I do want to know. I'm sorry. But that is going to allow us to run the numbers. Once we find that out, we're going to find out what that can do for you. Now, a reverse mortgage has no monthly mortgage payments. You have make no payments. Gone. You are responsible, though, for your taxes, your insurance, as you have been. If you live in a homeowner's association, you pay the homeowner's association bill. You do need to keep the home in a manner kind of similar to where it is when we did the loan. I don't want it run down and falling apart and going, oh gosh, I don't have to make a payment. Who cares anymore? You still care. (laughs) It's your home. You are on title. It is your home. You sell the home. It's your equity. If you stay in the home and your home goes to your heirs, your heirs get in the estate at the home. 
if for something happens, the, the ground shakes, the value of the home goes down, and perhaps now you owe more than the home is worth. It could happen. But your heirs will not be responsible for that difference. They will only be responsible to let the property sell. The shortage will not be theirs. And they get an option. They have the ability to purchase the property at said market value, foregoing what's owed, and they could buy it at 95% of current appraised value. Your heirs will not lose money with a reverse mortgage, but a reverse mortgage will provide for you money you need for your fixed expenses. Your income has been fixed. Your health care costs perhaps are going up. You need someone coming in to help you at the house. You know, you got changes in needs, but you don't want to move. You don't want to go to the home down the road. You want to stay in your home because you enjoy your home, and this is where you want to be. This will give you the ability to and continue to do just that. Pick up the phone right now for, for yourself or someone you care about. It is the holidays. Did you see Aunt, Aunt M? Did you see her at the table? Did you see her at her home and she's kind of struggling with various items, but she wants to stay at home? Are you close to her? Are you going to visit her each and every week and each and every day? Do you need someone else perhaps that can maybe assist? Rather than sending her to that home with $5,000, $7,000, $8,000 a month and expenses, perhaps maybe if she has that equity, a reverse mortgage could be the answer. You know, I'm going to be going to, um, uh, uh, again, seeing more family even in latter in December. And I just saw my family here in uh, Thanksgiving. I was out in Palm Desert. You know, I was at my mom's. Now, my mom's doing very, very well with things. And uh, she's always the one who ran our household. And when I needed something, I always asked her for the right answer. If I wanted to get away with something, I asked my <laughs> father. And then if I did it, then my mom gave me the guilt, saying, I, you know, why did you do it? And well, my dad said, oh, well, anyhow. <laughs> I got problems. I'll make an appointment later today. We'll have to talk later. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's, it's something that's different. You, you know the personalities, you know the people. But my mom considered, and my stepdad considered a reverse mortgage just to make sure to free up assets. Rather than use the money that they have in their savings, it would allow them a line of credit for availability in the future. Now, I would advise a reverse mortgage if you're going to be in the home, you say, think maybe for over two, maybe to five years more. If you're planning on selling the home within two years, it may not be the right answer, and we can explore other options. But give us a call, 888-543-3980. That's 888-543-3980. Now, when talking about reverse mortgages, it's another decision. These people uh, that I'm talking to, 62, 65, 70 years old, they've done things a certain way their whole life. Mm -hmm. They were told since they've been young, Pay off the mortgage. Pay off the mortgage. Get out of debt. And then the news cycle is leverage, leverage. But the thing is, they can still do something that's positive. I mean, we had one of our listeners. They bought, they sold their home. They had a lot of equity. They got a lot of money. They put 50% down and they bought a new home using a reverse mortgage. You could purchase using a reverse because of the equity position. You still do the uh, same item. And they had no monthly payment. But what they did differently, they bought a three-unit property. Now they live in one unit. They downsized. And they rent the other two units. Not only did they eliminate their mortgage payment, they gained two sources of rent and income. That's amazing. Changed their lives. Yeah. And it took a lot to make that decision. Yeah. Because they became landlords, too. Right. Big changes. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you got to do. It's making those changes. When we come back, we'll explore more of those changes. We'll talk about our out-of-state properties. We're going to be talking more to Don about life. 
and making changes. I'm Mike Harris. More of your real estate life when we come back right after this break. Looking for a place to start? United for Loans is the place for you to start your refinance or purchase process today. Call 888-5433-980. Lending can be a bit confusing. Numbers can be tossed from one direction to another. How can you make it all stop? United Mortgage Corporation of America, unitedforloans.com can be your guide. Call directly at 888-5433-980 for what you need to know when financing a home of your dreams or commercial property. Call now at 888-5433-980 or visit at unitedforloans.com. That's 888-5433-980. Caring for elderly loved ones can be overwhelming and stressful. What's the best option for them? Assisted living, home care, Alzheimer's or dementia care, or in-home care. Assisted Living Connections offers a free personal service tailored especially for your loved ones. Call now at 888-880-1811. Visit their website, assistedlivingconnections.com, or Yelp them. Their services are free. You'll breathe a big sigh of relief after you speak with them. Call Assisted Living Connections today at 888-880-1811. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to Your Real Estate Life. It's your day on Real Estate Radio. I'm Mike Harris. You know, been doing this now 31 years, 31st year in the mortgage industry, talking to people about saving money. It's all about saving money, whether you're refinancing, whether you're purchasing. I want to make sure you have the right loan for you and your family. It's not some loan that everyone else will take. It's a loan that you will take because you are making the mortgage payment. If you're not, I want to know who's making yours. I'll send them mine as well. I'm sure Don will send them theirs. <laughs> yeah, can they take mine? Yeah, my gosh. You know, but, but this is your decision. No one else is making this payment, and it's your real estate life. I want to make sure you have the right loan for you and your family whether it's your first home, move up, move down, whether you're buying a second home, even investment property. I want to talk to you about your real estate life. Today, we're talking about life changes. We're talking about making decisions. We're talking about moving forward, allowing yourself to make decisions that will allow you to grow rather than be caught right where you are and nothing changes and the world just kind of passes you by. Technology, things change, but you're still sitting there with a Remington typewriter pushing the uh, keys down and putting right. the correction tape in and wondering what's up. Exactly. You know, and everyone else is sitting here on a word processor and finishing it off, and you're going, huh? It's like I was at my son's college. You go into a lecture hall, every kid has a laptop open, and my gosh, it's a, it's a, it's a glowing hall. <laughs> right. Yeah. Things aren't quite done the same way they used to be. I remember when I started college, um, right here actually at Cal Lutheran, local, um, and I got my first assignments and it was all these papers. I'm like, mom, I need a typewriter. Mm -hmm. And then starting graduate school, it was like using a computer. It's like a whole new world and it's a different way. It's not just the tools that change, but when you change using different tools, you actually think differently. Mm -hmm. It changes the way you think and do things well, and you're accomplish not a, You're tasks. not afraid to type fast because you can always go back where you, exactly. the other one, you got to make sure your keys are right because your whole paper's ruined and then you got to pull it out there and it looks like, mm. and you got I, I remember when I was in college, we were fighting for lab time, one o'clock sign up so we can get into the computer lab because no one really had computers yet there right. in the mid, early 80s. And we're sitting here going, my gosh, you know, fighting for time. I, I made sure I took classes that had no papers. 
<laughs> that was one of that was one I of my know priorities. A lot of people that did yeah. that. Yeah. That was one of my priorities. God forbid I have one paper. Oh, all right, all right, I can deal with it. I remember I one of my general education I, classes. Rather than taking the lower division, I always took an upper division to get better information mm-hmm. rather than this cursory view. Right. So I took a class called Dance Forty Five of Dance One Forty Five. I took the upper division. Now you think, oh no, it was we weren't dancing, but it was dance history. Right. So the thing was, it was interesting, smaller class, really good, but we were learning about uh, uh, Ballet Russe, Sergei Diaghilev, Vasov Tijinsky, uh, Isadora Duncan, modern dance. And I still know that today, believe it or not, because I learned it in an environment that was less, oh, gee, it's a big lecture hall of 800 people, 600 people, and you're doing a Scantron test and barely you start learning something and it's always the next topic. Right. And I actually learned that. Now, the other plus was I was one of two guys in the class and all the other girls, they, they, they just they just walked in in their leotards because they came from dance. <laughs> so it was a, it was a plus plus. Yeah, but I anyhow, we digress. We digress. <laughs> but it's interesting. My son's at the same college I went to. So that's always different. I go visit him now and it's just, he's living at the same address that I lived in my first two years. Oh. He's just on another floor. But you see how things have that's changed. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. You, you know it and it's familiar. But it has changed. And you're seeing it with different eyes. Yeah. 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 And it's like, only if I can go now, I would do things differently. Because <laughs> you know I better. I've heard that one before. <laughs> oh, if I could only go back now with what I know now. Right. But, I... but on that same end, that's where people are, though. They know certain times they made these decisions and they stay with them. And that's sometimes they do that with their finances in life. Right. And sometimes it is moving forward. It's making that change that they're afraid of. But maybe making that change is what they need. Right. Sometimes um, the the hardest thing is to make that change. It's that unknown. Um, it's easier to stick with something we know than to take a risk and go a different direction, try something that we, we have no idea. It's the fear of that unknown that often holds us back. What would you suggest someone does? They're listening right now. They're driving. They're going, yeah, you're talking about my fears. Yeah, (laughs) how dare you? I know I got them. I can't do anything about them. I just live with them. I've been living with them for years. What what is really their first step? What should they do? Is there anything that they should do to try to temper that a little bit? Maybe test the boundaries. Is there something they should do? Mm. Well, I think a lot of times the fear comes from... um, this well we f- we feel sometimes the answer is kind of counterintuitive we feel like a lot of times we feel the unknown we fear the unknown because we fear being out of control we want to make sure we're in control and we know um, that we've got control over what what's going to happen but the problem is that we never really have full control of of everything there's always that unknown there's always one more thing you could worry about even though you've got everything have you ever had where you've had everything you've planned everything out you've got it all set up you did everything right and then something completely out Mm -hmm. of your control happens and everything you set up didn't Mm -hmm. matter be careful what you wish for you might get it yeah well and and (laughs) so i guess sometimes embracing that idea sometimes letting go of control Mm-hmm. is the best way to get over that fear you get a little control. bit of the leash a little bit of so you have the ability mm-hmm. still to still not maintain control but you have the leash where you right. can still see what's going on it's not totally right. being in the other room right uh, you know i tell my employees this uh, many times but i'm usually good in crisis i'm somebody who solves problems moves forward and that's great for our listeners and great for our clients where if you have issues and items going on, I'm going to champion that cause and make sure you are coming out on top Mm -hmm. and I won't rest. But the thing is when everything else is going well and everyone's celebrating and everyone's high-fiving and in the other room and everyone's all happy, 
I tell my employees, make sure I'm okay. Oh. Because if there's nothing else left to solve and do, what am I going to do? I'm a problem solver, and I love solving problems and taking care of stuff. But if there's nothing left to handle, make sure I'm okay. And it goes also outside of business. It's like when you have perhaps that accident or item where everyone's, oh, my God, in trauma, and everyone's all upset and <laughs> doesn't know what to do, and everyone's in trouble. I'm the guy who's going to hop in and handle all the mess. But when the mess is all done and it's all cleaned up, make sure when I'm standing over there in the corner that I'm actually okay because yeah. it hits me afterwards. After. So I'm somebody who's good during crisis, but it's after. What am I, you know, then it hits me. Right. Even when I was young, when I took exams, I was fine during the exam. It was after the exam I had more anxiety because I already took the darn thing. Mm -hmm. And I thought about the things that I did and what I didn't do. And I was more anxious to get the darn thing back than I was when I took it. Right. It was after. And everybody, then that's that's really an important thing to keep in mind, is that everybody is different. Everybody has their own triggers mm -hmm. and and their own strengths. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we approach people um, from our perspective, and we think everybody thinks and works like we do. Right. And that's not the case. Right. And so we need to be aware of that. And that's one thing that. Um, we do when we work with clients um, in psychotherapy is we look at what each person's individual mm -hmm. triggers are and and how to help them get unstuck. Because one way to get this um, person A um, getting out of their stuckness is might be different um, than, or will be, mm -hmm. will definitely be different than yeah. somebody else. I mean, I, when, as I do this program, as I mentioned, 11 years now on the weekends here in Southern California, as I do this program, the only way I know I'm doing a decent job is perhaps people picking up the phone and calling. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when I do a show that everyone likes, people listen to the show and then they don't call. <laughs> and then I think I don't have a good show. But so what I'm asking you right now, I'm being selfish. Okay, I'm going to be selfish. Okay. I'm going to think of okay, me. I'm going to take Mike. your advice. Here we selfish. go. I need you to pick up the phone and tell me that you're listening today, that you understand and you liked what you heard, or maybe you didn't like what you heard. I need to hear from you directly. I want to hear from you right now. Triple eight. Five four three three nine eighty. Hey, but if you have a home loan, hey, I can see what's going on with that and see if I can save you some money. But it takes you to make the phone call. I'm doing the show. We're doing the show today. Don's here in the studio. We're talking to you, but we need to know you're there. I know you're there. You're on your way to work. You're on your way perhaps over to the mall. You're out there shopping. You're eating some leftovers. You're thinking about what you're going to have for lunch. I got it. But we're here talking to you. And we need to know you're there. You're driving on the freeway. You're driving on the road. Pick up the phone right now. 888-543-3980. When we come back, I'm going to talk about out-of-state property investment. Yes, making another decision. I'm Mike Harris. More after the break. Get pre-approved for your home purchase. Your landlord loves you. You're making their mortgage payment. Own for less than you pay for rent. Call 888-5433-980. Interest rates can go up and they can go down, but service and execution are constant. United Mortgage Corporation of America would like to write your next home loan. Refinance or purchase, you deserve to be treated as an individual. This is your payment. Loans are meant to be effective and not just have a fancy name. It's time for you to get started before interest rates increase further. You can visit and get started at unitedforloans.com. United, the number four, loans.com. Or call 800-230-0168. That's 800-230-0168. You're at home one night, just minding your own business. Then you hear it. That annoying, dripping sound. It's coming from the kitchen sink. It's like water torture. 
You have to make it stop. You try shutting it off, but the dripping won't stop. You need it fixed now, but you don't want to spend an arm and a leg doing it. So where can you find an honest plumber? At Reckon and Reckon Plumbing, they won't take advantage of your situation. They'll give you a fair price and do the job right. No smoke and mirrors, just good old fashioned quality work. Call Reckon and Reckon Plumbing today and make all your plumbing problems go away. Call toll free 877-I-RECKON. That's 877-473-2566. They reckon they're the best. Welcome back to Your Real Estate Life. It's your day in real estate radio. Boy, we've had a busy program. A lot of people picking up the phone. I appreciate that. I put out a challenge. I want to hear from you. I want to know you're listening here on a Thanksgiving weekend. Where are you? Pick up the phone right now. 888-543-3980. That's 888-543-3980. Nine eighty. Yes, this is a finance program. Yes, we're doing a little bit of therapy today because we all need therapy. We all need help. We got to make certain decisions. You know, I've been in the mortgage industry now for over, over 30 years. Believe me, I get therapy every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to people who are telling me their problems each and every day. I kind of weigh through the numbers and the figures and kind of make sense of it. But really, that's what I do. I kind of describe myself, you know, you got to be that travel agent looking for the best deal possible. Then you're the stockbroker because you're trying to find the right loan and the right cost and the numbers and everything else. And then you've got to be that psychologist, you know, because you got to listen to their problems. Yeah. What caused them to be there? What did they do? They, they were talking about the other loan guy that they had who they didn't like, who didn't call back and didn't provide them a service. I got to hear all about that too. And then perhaps uh, then sometimes it's that divorce situation. I hear all about the spouse. Right. You know, <laughs> there was actually one caller. It was about two months ago. He calls me up talks about his his wife or soon-to-be wife or ex-wife he referred to her when things were good as one name and then he called her another name it was not that bad name but it, but, but he called her by the middle I, we're name. on radio we're yeah. on radio yeah it was the middle name but she was a different person and and at one point i needed to then get on the phone and speak to her and he asked when i caught back to him well which one did you get <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay i yeah i don't know you know so sometimes you don't know what you're gonna get and that's what makes my job i guess interesting yeah. 30 years of doing this and still have the enthusiasm every loan is different but different experiences are the same and you use those experiences and i've used my way of mapping through in order to help individuals who don't have to step in that themselves and right. that's where it really works but one thing i wanted to bring up as we do each and every show we talk about Getting involved in real estate once you have your house in order or perhaps getting started, you have the ability to get involved with investment real estate, real estate that's going to pay you back each and every month a positive cash flow. Now, there's areas you can buy. You can beg for cat, uh, appreciation and making money and hopefully you break even and you don't have a tenant who's not going to drive you nuts. And sometimes it's not necessarily buying a property in your own backyard. I mean, the last thing I want to do is drive by a property and see the lawn isn't mowed and pull out the lawn, think I have to pull out the lawnmower and go take care of the uh, yard. I don't want to do that. Right. I mean, and I, and I don't want to know who my tenant is. I don't, I mean, man, being another friend's great, but I, I got friends. I'm okay. And the thing is, I don't need to be invited to the barbecue and I don't need to be the stalking t uh, landlord driving by. There's that landlord again. He's driving by, honey. He's, you know, <laughs> I don't need to be that person. So I own property out of state. An out of state property that's properly managed and has great cash flow, you're not begging for appreciation, that's where we are. We are in Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. You can buy property in Memphis, Tennessee, fully rehabbed, rented with property management in place 
The team is set up in Memphis, Tennessee, property selling for $33,000. You can buy $33,000 to $37,000, a single-family home. You will own the property. You can pay cash, self-directed IRA, 1031 exchange for tax purposes you can do. But we have people that are stepping and moving forward. Just recently, through my self-directed IRA, I pushed $70,000 into that market. I believe in that market, and so should you. I want you to check it out. Give us a call, 888 extension 901, which is the uh, area code there in Memphis, Tennessee. When you make that phone call, you're going to get the team. If you don't get the team, it's because they're on the line with somebody else, even during the holidays. But what we want to know, you're interested in Memphis. I want to get your email address, and I want to get you out information about the team, the market, so we can then get an appointment and time with you. I want you to do your due diligence. We have people paying cash. We have people buying one, two, three. We had one individual, Thanksgiving, six years ago. Over the course of six months, he bought 33 properties. That's amazing. Yeah. The reason why it took six months, we didn't have 33 properties to sell the guy. It took time to find property that fit the right idea. We just weren't filling his shopping cart. We wanted to make sure it was right. But also during that time, we had others who wanted property, and it wasn't fair for them to get in line behind a 33. So we had to weave them in over time. Mm -hmm. But if that's you, if you are looking and you have an investment and you're looking maybe to exchange and get a like property and uh, do another investment opportunity, when you have a $675 a month in rent coming in, on a $34,000 property. That's like buying a property here in the Southland for $340,000 and getting $6,750 a month in rent. I mean, it's astronomical. And here I'm asking you to make a decision, but I'm not asking you to buy here. I'm asking you to go look at it and investigate and get information. Then once you have the information, you'll get more comfortable and then look forward to make a decision. And we're talking about making decisions today. We're talking about getting a little bit out of your comfort zone, just a little bit. You get all in this little square and you're all comfortable. And, and it's like that show, way back and this is how old I am. That show, that's incredible. When it used to be on and they used to have this guy with this little Rubik's, like a glass cube. And the guy used to get, this big tall guy used to get in, bend his limbs and be in this cube. <laughs> you know, and it's like, my God, how did he get in there? But it's like you're, you, you put this box around you. And you're afraid to open the door to get out. Sometimes just take a peek and see what's there. It could be right for you. And that's what we're talking about today. It's not getting caught up in what you've been doing. It's moving forward, taking a decision to move forward. I mean, I look at technology. When I got started in the business, there was no cell phones. We talked about typewriters. The big invention back then was the fax machine. But God forbid the paper kept on rolling up and you put heavy things on both sides for the paper not to roll back up. And then there was a plain paper fax. Oh, my gosh. You know, now we're looking at various things. We had the big brick phone. I mean, $2,000 for a phone that was bigger than whatever and it was in your car. My gosh, you had to carry it in a suitcase. And then your cell phone bill was expensive. Then you had the little flip phone. We were all part of Star Trek. You know, uh, kind of flipped open and, uh, and then you, you had to put that little antenna out there right. too. And uh, you, you don't know if you were on your kid's G.I. Joe phone or it was yours. You know, and, and then you had that and the bill was huge. And then yeah, things have changed. And you got to make those changes to move ahead and not get left behind. And that's what we've been talking about today. Right. We talk about a lot of times we get stuck in ways, old ways of thinking. Um, 
and whether those and to kind of examine why we're doing things are we doing this because this is what we want or are we doing this because this is what we've been told and this is what we learned from our families and this is how our parents did things and so that's what we get stuck in and we need to look at what our own personal values are sometimes when you're not doing something you want to do and you keep moving away from it, a good helpful tool is to look down and remember what your values are, what the behavior is that you want to move towards, and then look at the things you do instead, and then the thoughts that go along with that that keep you from moving towards the things that you really want and that are important in life. If you really want to spend some time with your family or with your children, but instead you find yourself browsing social media, we need to look at what is moving you towards your goals and why. What comes up for you that keeps you in that spot that's looking at social media? And the same thing when you have big decisions where you want to change and, and do something different, but you don't move forward. What, what is it? What is it? And what do you do instead? And do you like the outcome from that? Mm-hmm. And, and right now you're listening to Dawn, Dawn Ebner. She's a marriage and family therapist intern. She's joining us in the studio today. And, you know, you can reach out to her directly. If you like what you're hearing, you want to find out more about this, and we only have so much time on the program before you go back to your day, you can give us a call at our number directly. You can call us at 888-543-3980, and we're going to set up a special extension for Dawn. It's going to be extension 711. 711, not the 411 for information, (laughs) not the 911 for emergency, but right up the center almost. So uh, we're going to go to 711. So when you call 888 543-3980, extension 711, will get you right to her phone and her information, and you're going to be able to reach out to her, whether you set an appointment, get some information, have a quick conversation, whatever the case may be. We're all about here moving forward, helping you be a better you. And we talk about being a little bit selfish. During the holidays, you're still trying to please. You go, all of a sudden, we reverted back to the kids' table because they didn't have a big enough dining room table. <laughs> and perhaps maybe you are still the youngest, and you end up at that little uh, card table that folds up and kind of caves in, and it's a little bit teetering on both sides. you got to put the little piece of uh, paper underneath so it doesn't necessarily go up and down, up and down. You're sitting in the fold-up chair that was in the garage that they just dusted off, and uh, right. you're sitting here going, well, this is comfortable. And then you're in the corner, and then they have a conversation. You're not included. But until dessert, then you can walk in, and then... And maybe you get to the big table because not everyone's eating dessert at the same time. You know, but they, it sounds like experience, right? <laughs> the holidays are just awesome. We just love them. Yeah. Nothing like a good holiday to bring us right back to all our own insecurities. Yeah. And, and, and some individuals, though, actually maybe don't have, don't have family close by. Maybe they're there with family, uh, not family, but people they consider family, which are their friends, mm-hmm. uh, their neighbors. Uh, maybe people there, their kids, friends, and their family, their their family, and you're there observing other people's families, and sometimes that's an experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes then you don't feel so bad about your own family because <laughs> <laughs> you're there now observing, and somehow you did you didn't catch Uncle Johnny's rant last year, but they're talking about it. But then you're getting caught up, right. <laughs> and it's like tuning into that favorite soap opera, you know, that you right. watched 20 years ago, and the same characters. My gosh, they're still on that show. <laughs> and then you know the backstory, and then you get caught up pretty quickly. And But it was 20 years ago when you watched it last. Right. But it's like, yeah, you, you get caught up to a family you didn't know, and you tune in next week for the continuing story of. Yeah. You know, but then, again, then at that point, sometimes that's therapy in itself to make better decisions for yourself, and you realize, hey, 
I need to do some stuff. Right, right. And I think looking at um, how our, our how our holidays went last time and what we want to be different for this year and taking control. Yeah. You know, Don, thank you so much for joining us today. Pick up the phone right now. Call 888-543-3980, extension 711 for Don. I'm Mike Harris. I'm your host. We'll be back next week with another version of Your Real Estate Life. Until then, what kind of loan do you have? United Mortgage Corporation of America, unitedforloans.com, will continue to take your calls after the program. Call now to start your home loan process at 888-5433-980. It's the holidays. Yes, you just sat down. You had that big Thanksgiving turkey. Maybe you had all the stuffing. You had the dessert. You know, my mom makes a special banana cake for me. You know, she called me this year and asked me if I wanted a strawberry banana. No, you're ruining the recipe. It's banana cake. That was my favorite growing up, and that's what I remember. There's those things you do remember. I'm going to ask you to remember something a little different. I'm going to ask you to remember to take a look at your current monthly payment. What are you paying? How much can I save you money so you'll have more money for you and your family? I want you to enjoy the holidays. You're stopping. You're gaining more bills. Let's get more money back to you. I'm Mike Harris. We'll be back next week with another version of Your Real Estate Life.